0: Hey everybody, welcome again to uh, Believe Sports Business Sports Media, also heard around the world on Pod Clips. Uh, happy to have you aboard. You can email us at sportsfred at aol.com, sportsfred at aol.com. We're taping this at 4.15 on Thursday afternoon, and uh, we presumed at this point we'd be watching the Yankees and the Red Sox, however, on, e- on ESPN, however... No such luck because uh, there's many COVID cases uh, in the Yankee dugout and the Yankee clubhouse. Uh, Art, this thing's not over. We've got capacity crowds around the world, uh, in, in the United States anyways, and uh, now the uh, city of Los Angeles, uh, the county of Los Angeles is going back uh, to mask uh, wearing no matter what. Uh, any thoughts about uh, capacity uh, in 30 ball clubs around baseball?
1: It's ridiculous, Fred. That whole, that whole scenario, Monday night and Tuesday night in Coors Field in Denver, reeked of just exactly what happened. All it takes is one of those people, and they were glad-handed, jumping around, hugging, having the time of their lives. No mask steam, anywhere, Fred. I watched diligently, all right? And I'm going to tell you, all it took is one Yankee and one of the Yankees who was there, okay, tested positive, now, how many people did he touch with there were four 500 600 people on the field including the media in those two days so now the Yankees get canceled tonight on ESPN now the Red Sox and Devers who hung out with that this particular player who they're protecting I have a pretty good idea who it is he throws a fastball 100 miles an hour and he's left-handed from Cuba but uh, we'll go we're not going to go any further than that. But the bottom line is, this is just ridiculous, Fred. And, you know, the government, again, no matter what side of the aisle you come from, there is so much misinformation. And now you have the, the, you know, the idiot that runs the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, he wants people in the stands when Japan is going through an absolute nightmare. They shouldn't even be having the Olympics, Fred. And it goes back to green. I want to see what happens to baseball if the, if the true crap hits
0: the fan well again i i don't think manfred does anything right so uh, i have no faith <laughs> in him whatsoever and uh, folks what do you think i mean you could be for the vaccination or against it but the bottom line is uh, there's a reason the surge is now happening around many states in this country in uh, uh, southern california there's a thousand more cases every single day after we thought it was all done it's not yep. done and, and Fred I'm
1: gonna tell you the same thing's going on in Las Vegas. Any places and now you know you wanna hear the real sad thing? The way till this hits. This is the latest I heard, because my sister in law works for the United States Senate. All right. She said all those Texas Democrats that flew to Washington D C uh-huh. on that plane, uh-huh. there's four of those that have come down with COVID and they were all on the plane together, drinking beer, having a great time. And they're meeting with all the senators and the congresspeople in Washington, D.C. Brilliant.
0: Well, uh, again, the bottom line is uh, we came back too soon. We came back too fast. It was all political here in California. Gavin Newsom, of course, uh, they're having a recall against him, so he figured he'd get some more uh, votes uh, if he opened things up. And he had opened things up definitely too soon. We've just discovered that. Now what's he going to do? L.A. County, as as indicated uh, by itself, said – we're back to masks again. So any thoughts? And
1: Fred, and Fred, here's the thing. Now they're finding out that even if you had both vaccines, it's it, 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 it's likely that it doesn't protect you from from this new variant, this Delta variant.
0: Or it doesn't to protect you as well. And, and also maybe not as right. bad a case. But, you know, ventilators aren't fun, even if you live through it. So, uh, folks, uh, you can At argue... At your age, 124. Don't talk about my age, but uh, I'm just a kid. But uh, the bottom line here is that we came back too soon. Everybody's excited, as uh, as Art indicated, uh, watching the games, uh, 50,000, 40,000 capacity crowds, no matter where it is. I haven't seen a mask in sight, and uh, we have a major problem. And you just mentioned the Olympic Games. Now we got Bradley Beal, among maybe others who can't compete in the Olympic games that we shouldn't be there in the first place cuz he's come down either with covid-19 or he's been next to somebody who has covid-19 any thoughts about that well i mean it's just, it's
1: it's going rampant in everything fred i mean come on the bottom line is you know you're going to hear something happen at the british open in the next 48 hours as well yeah you cannot you cannot control uh, i mean adults believe me kids you you name it But, I mean, the Olympics, you know, now this idiot Bach who runs the IOC, he's talking about, well, things actually improve in the next three weeks. Can we have people? Can we? Can we? Really, really, really? Because he wants to sell tickets and make money. It's that, that word, again, we always talk about on Sports Business Believe. It's called greed. And, I mean, it is rearing its ugly head. Now the conference commissioner of the Big 12, Bowlesby, he's telling all the kids, you better be vaccine, vaccinated before you come to camp. He just stood up and said, get vaccinated.
0: And, of course, uh, the fight that was going to take place uh, July 24 has now been canceled. if uh, Fury and Wilder, and uh, Fury has uh, either some tracing or has come down, or somebody in his camp has come down with COVID-19. So we shouldn't have the Olympics. We're not going to have that heavyweight fight till much later. We certainly shouldn't have a capacity. But let's talk about something much brighter so far today, nobody on ESPN has attacked another religion or a race, which I think is a pretty good, which is a pretty good thing for ESPN. Uh, two weeks ago, Rachel Nichols, of course, uh, whose uh, mother-in-law uh, Diane Sawyer, father-in-law the late great Mike Nichols, uh, worried about Maria Taylor uh, getting a, a job that uh, uh, Rachel wanted because Maria happens to be African American, and. Uh, I don't care what you say, folks. I'm not saying Rachel got the job because uh, of Mike Nichols and Diane Sawyer. She got in that front door because of uh, uh, Diane Sawyer and uh, Mike Nichols. There are 500 other women, I'm sure, just as good or just should have had the same opportunity and never got the opportunity because they didn't have the right in-laws. So uh, she can say what she wants. Meanwhile, we've got Stephen A. Smith, who uh, went after uh, Tawny, because uh, Otani, God forbid, can't speak English. I guarantee you something. You know, I speak, I had four years of high school Spanish, a year of college Spanish. My wife's number one language is Spanish. So what I'm telling you is that, so sometimes I go to the SAP on TV and I try to watch things in Spanish just to keep up with it a little bit. And, well, I love
1: watching soccer in Spanish, friends. Okay, you That's understand. So,
0: so I've heard Otani speak Spanish. And I guarantee you, he speaks Spanish better than Stephen A. Smith speaks English. So what well, the hell I'd is he like, saying? I'd
1: like, to take, I'd like to take Stephen A. Smith to Japan and have him, have yeah. him go ahead and, and, and bloviate to the Japanese media in Japanese. And then he'd have an idea of how absolutely ludicrous his statement was.
0: But let me ask you something. Um, the, the Reds, uh, with, with Tom Brenneman, uh, when they fired him because of the gay slur, when he thought he was off the air.
1: But he's a white oh. guy, Fred. White guys can't make mistakes like
0: that. Okay, but Rachel, okay. w- Rachel Nichols is w- white. You're saying a because woman she's a, can make a she's, like that. because she's a woman.
1: A black man on TV can make a mistake like that because that's the way society is. That's woke society. But if I come out and say something that that's derived to be you know anti-Asian or anti-black or anti-female, wow, whole different set of parameters.
0: Would it change if uh, you knew and ESPN understood that uh, Stephen A. Smith's uh, mom's mom is white?
1: <laughs> That's what's so funny about the whole thing. You know, hey, Maria Taylor's playing us all. Because here's the latest I heard from my buddy who works at Comcast in Philly. Yeah. And he's a pretty high executive. She's going to wind up working for NBC Sports at about $8 million per year.
0: <laughs> and ESPN only offered uh, three, so I was thinking yeah. that I think maybe Rachel on the side was acting like Maria Taylor's agent or something like that. Uh, I think they uh, might be. there
1: might be one of those deals where they're going to whack it up, you know, and say, "Well, we we'll put everybody together on that one,
0: kid." <laughs> I, I I just don't get what's going on. And, and Tom Brennerman of course, lost his job. Marty Brennaman uh, tweeted or went on one of the uh, uh, services uh, today, saying, "I just wish my son had been treated as nicely as uh, the people who are treating the people at ESPN." And uh, yes. I, yeah, I, I, why can't I, he
1: go? Why can't he go take some classes? You know, come out. And, and I'm sure he. I, hey, Tom Brennaman was a damn good play-by-play broadcaster. Okay, I, I've known him for years. I mean, there's been a lot of them. I mean, I over the years. You know, the good guys, and, you know, you say something, hey, be cool, give up a year, you know, get yourself back together, and, you know, but you deserve a second chance in life, Fred. Everybody else that I've ever known has gotten a second chance. Not Jimmy Campanis. I mean, Al Campanis. Not Jimmy the Greek. You know, and, and what they said was actually factually accurate. But this is what I'm saying. There's rules for some people, and there's rules for other people, and until they we all toe the same stripe at the free throw line, that's where we're going to have problems. That's where the the hatred gets actually doubled and tripled.
0: Folks, uh, this is Believe uh, Sports Business Sports Media. I am Fred. You can email us at sportsfred at aol Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. Uh, With us, Uh, he's 3,000 miles away in Pennsylvania, but uh, most of his young life, he lived here. We lived everywhere. We lived a lot of the time here in Southern California. Uh, The uh, Major League Baseball game, All-Star game on uh, Tuesday night got one of the lowest ratings in history. And I've seen two different numbers. It may be the lowest rating in history. Why? It couldn't have been the uniforms. What was the reason?
1: Oh, God, it had to be the uniforms. They
0: (laughs) looked
1: like a softball team. Those all-blue uniforms. Can I tell you something, Fred? My greatest thrill as a kid was seeing all the stars. I remember I went in 66 at the Big A, and I got to see everybody in their uniforms from the team they played for. It was the coolest thing to see eight different players, great players out there in their uniforms. What are they doing to Major League Baseball and its traditions? You wonder why people don't show up. They have no marketing, okay? They they don't understand that if you don't get little kids at, at age 5, six, seven, eight, and 9, okay, the, 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 there's so much oversaturation on TV that, you know, the, we looked forward, Fred, I would hang out in the line at, at Fisher's Grocery Store at my grandparents' house in the summer waiting for the TV guide to come in so I could see what the game of the week was at 11.15 Pacific Time on Saturday. I mean, I was that excited about, and maybe the Giants and the Dodgers were playing in San Francisco. I get to watch a game on KTTV. That's how fun it was. And you're talking about climbing, you know, up on your roof to turn the, the antenna to watch a Rams game? Yeah. That's how crazy we were in those days.
0: Yeah, it, it mattered so much to us. We got into it so young. And, uh, folks, yeah. you can you email us at sportsfred at aol.com, sportsfred at uh, aol.com. Um, NBA officiating and I have I don't care I don't care who wins between the Suns and the Bucks. I have no interest I play fantasy so I just want the right guys to score but as far as anything else I have no interest in it at all. I've never seen such horrendous officiating. I think Booker fouled out two or three times and they didn't foul him out. Please explain that. I don't
1: know. I just I can tell you this the game, it's going seven games because the NBA needs the revenue. So load up. Don't, don't, don't listen to Mancini. He wants the Bucks on Game 5. The, bo- the bottom line is load up on Phoenix in Game 5, Milwaukee in Game 6, and then Game 7 might really be a fair game with no officiating problems.
0: You know, on Sports <laughs> Overnight America, Mr. Mark Mancini, the world's worst uh, uh, sports handicapper, and I asked him point blank, of the uh, open jobs in the NBA, will women get uh, one of them? He said, I guarantee it. Uh, they're all for eight. Uh, uh, any comments, Art Source?
1: Well, you know, I'm 124 years old, friend. so what I tell you, it may not come in my lifetime. But that's <laughs> not really that bad because I'm not going to be here that long. But but the bottom line is, yeah, I no, I don't think it's happening right away. Because if Becky Hammons doesn't have the chops and the props and the guy behind her, like you know, you know the coach of San Antonio, Popovich. I don't think anybody does. I mean, what does she need to prove to anybody as a basketball coach? I mean, they they recycle guys that beat up their wives. I mean, why can't they give a woman a chance? Hey, they, I heard that a woman's going to get a whole a whole female team is going to broadcast the uh, the O's and the Rays next week as a broadcast. Yeah,
0: five women will be doing it. Yes, I did uh, read that. Uh, So much is happening and so much is not happening in in sports. We find out that uh, Tom Brady didn't have a partially torn knee. He had a complete tear of the medial collateral. Now, you played football for the Rams. You know what that means if somebody's trying to play with a torn, a completely torn medial collateral. How tough this guy must be.
1: Can I tell you something? The only thing you can do with that, that particular knee injury is develop the quad and the hamstring so strong. Okay, and I mean, we're talking about doing thousands of those knee things up and down and also the hamstring extensions because you have to build those muscles up around it. You know, it's like Heinz Ward doesn't, didn't have a uh, an ACL in his left knee, but his quads and his calves and his, his hammies were so strong that it protected him, and I think this is I think Brady does whatever's necessary to make him the best. And now Ben Roethlisberger has been, I guess, talking with Brady, and they're working on the same diet, and they're saying Ben's lost a lot of weight because he has arthritis in both knees. So they've got him on a diet, much like Phil Mickelson, the anti-arthritis diet, coupled with what Brady's doing. Now next he's got to get a hyperbaric chamber, and he can be like Grandpa Munster, you know, (laughs) hang upside down.
0: (laughs) So, uh, I, on Facebook, I was reading thing a couple of days ago where somebody wrote that, uh, in fact, somebody I know, I'm not going to mention his name, said that he compares um, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, no, he, he uh, Brett Favre and Tom Brady are on one side and Aaron Rodgers would be on the other as far as how they treat people. And I said, no, I think Brady might be on one side, but I think the way Favre treated Rodgers is as horribly, almost as horribly, maybe worse than the way... Uh, Rodgers has treated Jordan Love so far in the Packers. Uh, your thoughts? I
1: have. I happen to know a little bit about that, because Gil Haskell was my kicking coach back at USC in the '30s, and uh, he was a very big assistant with uh, with the Packers. And he could not believe that you know the era that I grew up in, when Johnny Unitas came and helped Dan Fouts, yeah. you know, at the end in San Diego in the late uh, early '70s. That was, that was the way an old pro did it, you know. They brought me in here. I'm going to share my knowledge, watch film with him. Peyton Manning's doing it with Drew Locke now in Denver. Um, you know, that's what I thought it was all about. But I guess I guess this new, new thing is these guys are so insecure that, you know, for Brett Favre to do that to, to Rodgers, and, you know, and, and I've heard, like, both sides of the Rodgers thing, sometimes he's nice to love, other times he's a little standoffish. You know, the bottom line is, you know, you're on the same team, and if you get hurt and you're not pulling for your teammate, what the hell are you doing out there in a team sport?
0: Totally agree with you. Okay, final uh, comment from Art Source back in Pennsylvania. Well,
1: I just want to remind everybody that the British Open, maybe maybe Euster House is finally due to win one, but you're going to see something happen here in the next two days in England Because they've got 32,000 people running around. And, you know, that one of those situations like, you know, on Sunday when the crowd starts to to come together on the 18th and you're going to have all these people jostling around, it's going to be just like it was at Coors Field on Tuesday night, Fred. Too many people, too many people making contact and nobody wearing masks. And you're going to see a problem because of that.
0: What would it take to stop the Olympics from occurring?
1: Um... I would say that Elon Musk and Bezos and Buffett would have to put put out some checks to the tune of about two billion dollars.
0: That's the only way to stop it, huh?
1: All <laughs> yeah, right, it's uh, all money at this point. The broadcast rights internationally, Fred, are so amazingly high. In our country, one point two five billion to broadcast the Olympics. That's just the United States. Now, who knows? You know, Europe. BBC, Sky, all the different, you know, around the world. The the, the ratings have got to be $5 billion. And they're going to take a big hit because there's nobody, you know, selling tickets. But You know, they're also going to be living in a village like a prison almost. That's the other thing. And are they going to test everybody every day when they come in? They should. Well, that's what I'm saying. Are they going to have backups? Because somebody might, you know, catch it they got to get him out of there. Is the fourth guy going to be able to fly in and be able to run in that race? Or That's just what I'm saying. They're really rolling the dice on this one, Fred.
0: Hey, no question about it. Folks, you can live with it. Nobody loves the Olympics more than Fred loved the Olympics. I told you on the other show, I think, that uh, my parents actually put a high jump uh, bar in our backyard when i was a little kid the fosbury uh, flop uh, for me and uh, uh no i didn't get up to seven feet i managed to get to five feet something but anyways art uh, we'll do this again and we'll do this uh all weekend long on sports overnight america
1: i love it fred thanks be safe and love everybody out there
0: scott thank you for putting the show together because fred cannot do a podcast by himself no way no how you've been listening to believe sports biz sports media heard everywhere on pod clips pod clips and uh, believe you can hear it on all the apps thank you guys and gals for listening we'll see you next week right here across america and around the world bye everybody